This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Hello and welcome to the first bonus episode for Series 5, Shadowrun. This is the story of what happened to the team from Series 1 in between the time jump uh, that you witnessed in Episode 1 of Series 5. That means that uh, good old Bree Shukart uh, will not be reprising her role as Nim in this bonus episode, but you will get to see a lot more of Roman Mylan playing Kashmir. Yeah, so if you haven't listened to Episode 1 of Series 5, we highly recommend you go and listen to that. It'll give you a bit more more context as to what's going on in these episodes. Uh, at least the first part, surely, because the first part is pre-time jump and then the rest of the series is post-time jump. And the bonus episodes, that's what happens in the time jump. Oh my god. Uh, we've already talked a little bit about what does happen, so we're going into this with some ideas of exactly what's going to befall the team, uh, particularly in regards to Kashmir. Um, But I got to tell you, it's a really great story. uh, And this is only part one of it. So um, hope you guys enjoy this and uh, look forward to the other bonus episodes coming out. Uh, We're going to try and turn them out pretty quickly for this series because obviously we all want to know what happened in that in that little time frame. So without further ado, we'll get you right into the story and hear a little bit more about what's going on with the team post the fall of Zurich Orbital. Enjoy. Okay. Um, It has been four months uh, since uh, Mouse and Doc have moved into into Whitmore's Manor with uh, Bumbles. Uh, Has anyone else moved into the manor? Bryn would have recommended it, uh, given, like, you know, making, like, a base of operations for all you guys. He sold me on the man cave, so, yeah. Is there a room sort of far away from the others? I give everyone the neighborhood tour. It's like, know your neighborhoods within Whitmore's Manor. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, there's a wing that was, like, uh, you know, uh, it was like magically cleansed for like L'Oreal uh, oh, cool. back in back in the day. So like you know he he can set you up in there. Great, because I have night terrors. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes yeah. Uh, the dreams, Cashmere, have been getting more and more strange. Um, uh, sometimes they are comforting and and uh, enjoyable, and sometimes they are uh, unnerving. So uh, today, uh, four months after you guys have moved in, you uh, you begin the day with one of your many reoccurring dreams. Uh, in this one, you follow the whispers of help from your mentor spirit through hordes of ghouls, harvesters, and other creatures of the night. Uh, you're running through all of these things. Uh, they lunge at you and you, you strike them down with your katana or with a burst of magic. And uh, you hack and slash and, and magic your way through all of them until you finally find her. Uh, you are worn and tattered. She takes you into your arms and starts comforting you. And she's, you know, she's like holding you and she's, uh, she's like, there, there. You've done well. I'm lucky to have you. And uh, then you look over your shoulder, and uh, amongst the uh, field of dead, you see that they are not ghouls, and they are instead familiar faces. Uh, 
scattered amongst the corpses of what seems to be nameless people you've met or passed by in your lifetime, you also see your fallen friends, Bryn, Bumbles, Boomer, and Mouse. Uh, and uh, they are slain by you. And she, uh, she pets your hair and says, well done. And her voice kind of echoes in your ears. And you wake up in a cold sweat. I need you to roll a composure test for me. Five hits. Okay. You, uh, you sit up in bed and you feel this bubbling, like, it's not really anger, but like this, this, like, this, like, kind of like fiery feeling that like kind of moves up like your spine and like tries to like reach down like into your arms and like you kind of like shake it off, you know, for a second, like you, you feel like lashing out, um, but you, you kind of stifle it down and you're fine if a little bit covered in a cold sweat. Ugh. Hmm. No, maybe this afternoon I'll look up therapists. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how's everyone else starting their day? It's uh, just a normal day. Bryn has been hard at work for four months trying to find a, uh, a way to move at Evo. And uh, he's, he keeps saying, like, he's making progress. You know, he's pulling long nights, but he just hasn't been able to to catch anything as of yet. So he just told you guys, you know, keep sharp, be ready for when the time comes. Boomer wakes up relatively early at 1 p.m. And uh, <laughs> due to the sunlight in his face, and he just kind of accepts it and stretches, puts on his slippers and heads downstairs for a nice big bowl of uh, cookie crisp. <laughs> <laughs> A whole cabinet stocked full of cookie crisp greets you as you uh, begin your uh, your morning uh, your morning ritual. <laughs> I take the box out, open it, pour the milk in. <laughs> Mouse bumbles. So I'm gonna go down to the garage, <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, Bumbles, he won't listen to me. He's got all these invitations, and he won't go because he doesn't like fun. I don't know what to do. He was like, no, Mouse, I'm busy. Grump, grump, grump. And I was like, but you have to because you'd look so good in a tux. Can you do something? <laughs> um, so as she's coming down into my domain, <laughs> all of the various things that are strewn about sort of part ways for her <laughs> um, until she reaches, I assume, my hub. <laughs> which is a very nice rolling chair, which I have passed out in as I am in VR building things. <laughs> and I, I jack out and I look at Mouse and I say, what? He won't go. He's got all these invitations. <laughs> right. No. Context. I need context. Oh, Bryn has all these invitations to these parties and he won't go. And I just found them. There's like a hundred. Can I see them? Yeah. I fled your inbox. <laughs> oh, oh my. That's, that's a lot of invitations. Some of these, some of these seem like they might be fun. <laughs> All right. We're going to take care of this. <laughs> Red leader, clear my schedule. Of course, Bumbles. <laughs> <laughs> all right where do you guys go all right come on and we go to the hub okay is that where he is yeah Bryn's there working at the hub is he conscious 
At this moment, yes. Okay. I brought back up this time. You're going because cause I... Cause, well, not because I say so because you don't listen, but... <laughs> Get your tux. Well, not now, because it's not tonight, but... (laughs) (laughs) Mouse, we've been over this. I I can't... Bumbles, what are you doing here? I looked at some of these invitations. Oh, God, Mouse. Look at all of the things you've turned down. Right, I get Astral Preservation Society, like, we don't want to go back there, right? (laughs) I get that. But this one is Emerald University's engineering department is throwing a gala on Tuesday... And you, very rudely, have not checked a box on the RSVP, which is just for numerous reasons a no. Don't do that. People need those RSVPs. <laughs> and I, second, why aren't we going? Well, they're not going to invite me. I need to be a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes, Bubbles, this, this has never been my arena i mean back when when i had the team it was anna was the one who who was the the front man for those kind of things and then and then after that whitmore went to some of these parties but like anyone who's asking me to these parties it's because i'm a young man who's recently inherited a large amount of money from whitmore and they they just all want a piece of it none of these people are inviting me over or inviting me because they actually want me around they just want to try and get at me and i don't want i don't have time to find out who's friend and who's foe at these political high society functions um my voice rings in the back of his head uh from our lessons it says always remember Bryn. as much business happens in a boardroom as happens in a ballroom (laughs) (laughs) He he like he rubs his temple and goes, Ah, oh, I need some sleep. <laughs> right. When's the last time you left the mansion? Um I mean four, four months ago. Yeah. The uh, day that I got here. Yeah. I know because I've been here every day. <laughs> yeah, just about four months. Alright. We're going to dinner tonight. Oh God. Somewhere fancy. Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm so I'm sorry. I just I'm trying to figure out the whole... Right, Mouse is a clone, and that's a big deal. But hey! you need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. All right, well, I guess I can I can compile some sprites to do some of this research for me. Um, let me just... And he sits there and looks at something in his AR, and he goes, hang on. And he zooms in and goes, huh, and leans back in his chair a little bit, swipes a little bit, he goes... Uh, we need to gather a team meeting. Um, and he, uh, presses a couple buttons and a message, uh, channel opens up with, uh, Kashmir and Boomer and all of you in it. And he goes, I need everyone down in the hub. I have something. All right. All right one second. And Boomer, uh, tilts his head back and slams the rest of the box of cookie crisp <laughs> and, uh, heads that way. All right. I know what you're doing and we're still going to dinner. Uh, yeah, 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 I know. Uh, and he, like, waves his hand at you, like, not really paying attention. I'll make a reservation. Thank you, Mouse. <laughs> and he goes, what? Sure. Wait, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Boomer and Kashmir, you guys walk into the hub. And what's going on? Well, he kind of smiles and goes, the four of you may remember a certain gentleman, a key player in the uh, in." Uh, our mission to stop Hellion from destroying the West Coast. A uh, man by the name of Jerry. Uh, oh, Greg, I totally forgot about Jerry. Where is he? Well, uh, he was arrested uh, by uh, MCT. 
like uh, one can expect when you assist a team of Shadowrunners in stealing a spaceship. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've been trying to keep tabs on on any opening to try and help Jerry's situation. Um, the most I was able to find out before was that they they couldn't really try him with anything but criminal negligence because he genuinely believed that there was a ghoul king acting against the... Uh, Acting against Mitsuhama. I don't know why or how. Oh, I told him that. <laughs> right, but he believed you? Yeah. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've just been, uh, I've had a couple contacts uh, with, you know, with connections to Mitsuhama, uh, keeping an eye out for anything regarding Jerry. And uh, it, it looks like in two days... He is going to be transferred. Uh, he is going to be transferred from Mitsuhama, Seattle to Mitsuhama, Japan. Uh, and obviously there was no uh, there was no hope for us to just jailbreak him from Mitsuhama's headquarters. I mean, we all know the term Mitsuhama Zero Zone. No, nope, no. Nope. Yeah, exactly. That's the reaction that it should warrant. Uh, <laughs> no one no one comes out of there. So Yet. We're not going to go into the zero zone. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> because like I've told you before, Bumbles, discretion is very important to our operation. All I wanted was five Ares Garudas. No, not an option. Continue. <laughs> so, uh, he's going to be, according to this information I have, and he opens up uh, a packet for all of you to see in your AR displays, uh, he is going to be transported in two days' time uh, on a tilt-wing Federated Boeing commuter. Uh, they're going to depart that evening and fly overnight to Japan. So, if we can just intercept him in transit, that would be our best chance to get him, because starts in Mitsuhama Zero Zone in Seattle, ends in Mitsuhama Zero Zone in Japan. There's a whole 10-hour flight in the middle there that we could possibly help him out. I agree, if you look through the various requisition forms I filled out over the past several months, there are a few vehicles that I believe will be incredibly helpful for this particular operation. Yeah, Bumbles, I told you we don't have the funds for something like that. Uh, also, getting one of them here to the mansion without any, uh, <laughs> without anyone like drawing attention is just not an option. But uh, hold on, I might have something I'm, uh, I was working on earlier. Just something I saw. Give me a second. And he rifles through uh, his AR display a little bit. And he goes, well, okay, you might enjoy this, Bumbles. Uh, coming in the same night that, uh, that Jerry is leaving is a uh, smuggling shipment. And he uh, twists his hand and uh, presents another AR display for you guys. Seems a, a boat is going to come in to the um, docks up in Everett. Uh, and it is going to have a significant amount of black market goods uh, that will be picked up before it goes through customs the next morning. And one of the items on the on the uh, manifest, according to my contacts, and he presses a, f a couple buttons and uh, an image appears showing you an aircraft of sorts uh, with uh, two large um, uh, turbines that uh, can point downwards or point forwards uh, to give it lift and um, and propulsion. It's an Ares Venture, a uh, vertical takeoff and uh, landing vehicle. Uh, pretty well equipped for the smugglers that are trying to buy it. Um, you might be able to use that. 
if we uh, and that way we don't have to worry about getting it back to the mansion. You just uh, you guys break into the shipyard, you take that thing off the boat, fly it to Jerry, and then ditch it somewhere before the smugglers and the and the police can find you. As he's saying that, I get a progressively larger and larger grin until he mentions ditch it somewhere, and I I, I frown. <laughs> <laughs> so. What's the plan then, guys? Well, I think it's pretty simple. Yeah, we're going to break into the docks. We're going to steal the plane. We're going to fly to Jerry, and then we're going to ditch it before the people know about it. Didn't you get that? (laughs) And the sooner the four of you uh, get to the docks after the shipment arrives that evening, the better, because I don't know when the buyer is going to come to pick it up, but it will be removed from that ship before customs comes in the morning. All right. Well, I guess we'll brainstorm whether we want to be subtle or not. And um, I can do not subtle. Does anyone have another plan? (laughs) (laughs) Well, ultimately, the docks are owned by by the Seattle government, uh, while the ship is privately owned and will no doubt have its own crew, there will be guards uh, positioned at the docks outside the ship. Um, it'd probably be best if uh, they went unharmed. Uh, they're just doing their jobs. They're just protecting the shipyard. So maybe subtle at first, and then once you get your hands on the venture, I imagine it's hard to be pretty subtle at that point. <laughs> You'd be surprised, but I guess we can um, we can work something out. Uh, I can keep digging into this. Uh, both uh, we have two days, so I can I can keep digging into this and see what else I can find out. Um, but uh, uh, I imagine, uh, yeah, you four uh, have a job finally. So what you're saying is that you're free tonight. Exactly. Where is our reservation, Mouse? Oh, it's at the Vista Room. Um, they wanted to know if you wanted champagne, but I know you don't like that. Good call. It's at eight. Thank you. I dry cleaned your tux. <coughs> Wait, what? When? How? Three days ago. Wait. <laughs> I have to f- look into... All right. <laughs> <laughs> Big red oni finger on Bryn's mouth. I just... I just... There's so much to do. <laughs> oh, you want to weigh yourself out and then you can't do your job properly. I can do my job. Just go... Shh. All right, fine. I'll compile some sprites to look into some things. Uh, you, Mouse, you might want to do some of the Matrix uh, legwork on this. Uh, I guess I have... Looks like we got to leave in a couple hours. <laughs> right. So I will meet you out front when it's time to go. All right. Uh, so Bryn and Bumbles go, uh, go to their reservation. In a limousine. In a limousine. <laughs> and uh, Bryn, Bryn comes down, and he's like, kind of like fidgeting in his tux. And he's like, it's been forever since I've worn this thing. Oh, God. I fix his bow tie. Oh, thank, thank you, Mouse. It's, it's not supposed to be crooked. Right. Well, I, can never, I could never... Anna used to take care of that for me. Oh. Did I... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Thank you. You look very handsome. Be home... By ten. <laughs> okay. There's no way I can make it back by ten. Shh, Boomer. Be home by ten thirty. <laughs> eleven. Be home by eleven. Mom, Dad, can I go now? Wait, where? <laughs> <laughs> and he walks by, confused mouse. 
a li- we're taking the limo. Of course we are. We're going to a fancy restaurant. We're taking a limousine. We're not savages. <laughs> <laughs> he, he smiles and he goes, all right, well, I hope the bar's still stocked in there. It's not. I had to take it out for armor in case someone tries to shoot at us. I don't know if you know, I'm a global hero. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it before. Let's get in. And we drive off. And he, uh, he smiles and gives you a kiss on the cheek and is like, this will be nice. Thanks. All right, Miles, let's go. I go to the kitchen where the uh, limousine bar was stocked and I grab a couple bottles and uh, we march to Cash's room. I kick the door open. All right, Frag, I load up Minnesota. Oh, 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 uh, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, my friends? All right, it's nothing I haven't seen before. Seen what? <laughs> the, uh, Don't yeah. worry about it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. I pass out and I start data searching for stuff. Um, I would like to look on the... Um, for like municipal data, right? Because he said that the docks were owned by the Seattle government. Uh-huh. So I'd like to see if there's any like public plans for the port or the docks. Sure. Okay. Go ahead and roll a matrix search. And got four hits. Okay. Uh, yeah, you find the the plans for the uh, the docks. They're pretty simple. There's basically. Uh, large area inland that's um, just a bunch of shipping containers uh, lined up in rows and then there's uh, several like docks that le- uh, that reach out into the sea um, and um, because of Bryn's intel uh, you know which of those docks uh, the boat will be uh, uh, docking at and you know the make and model of the boat and um, yeah okay um, and entries and exits and stuff and like guard posts, is there anything like that? Uh, you know, you know, there's like a guard station um, uh, on like the southern end uh, where all those uh, those containers are lined up. There's like a little hut on the southern end of the dock area um, that uh, houses a guard station. Um, that's about all you're able. There is a fence. You see, like through like your image searching and stuff, you do see that there's a fence, and you can definitely notice that there are cameras around. Okay. Um, Cool. Can I um, do a search on the kinds of shipping containers that um, are typically on the um, docks? Uh, what in particular about them? Like if they're digital or if they're all manual. Um, like if you like to unlock them, you have to like hack them or if you can just like open it up with a crowbar or. Yeah, I guess looking into the market of, of those particular types of shipping containers, uh, you can find out that they are both uh, wirelessly, uh, they can be wirelessly enabled or not. Uh, they typically are uh, are locked with a like not a mechanical lock, but like a mag lock uh, that can be set to a user's preference whether they want to be able to uh, open them uh, through wireless commands or if they want to like set it for like biometric or um, uh, like direct command. Okay. Um, and how many cranes are there? Uh. Two, one on the north side and one on the south side. Okay. Points of ingress. Well, there's one actual gate, um, and then the rest is just covered by the fence. And the gate is, like, still the fencing, but uh, can, like, be opened up. Okay. Um, I think everything else I want, I would have to be on site for. 
I don't think I'm going to come out of um, VR. I'm just going to pop up on a screen, blocking part of Murder Solar. <laughs> oh, no, oh, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, wait. <laughs> I need to go to the docks. I need you to get out of my way. <laughs> I need you to take me to the docks. After this match. Okay. <laughs> now move. Ba-doop. Oh, frag off. God. <laughs> Cashmere wins. <laughs> That's five and oh, Booba. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go. Freaking cheater. Well, I've been getting good at this lately. <laughs> She's my spirit. Frag off. <laughs> Are you coming? Cashmere? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. All uh, right. Oh, are, are you sure? Ragger. Cashmere, roll composure for me at a minus one. Five hits. Uh, yeah. Uh, as he's like boomers, like you know, being all salty and grumpy about you beating him, uh, you like his words kind of ring in your head, and you hear like, "Teach him a lesson," and like it echoes in your head for a second, and then like that weird energy starts moving up your spine again and you just kind of like shrug it back and uh you know for a second you feel like lashing out and then you you stifle it down and you're back to normal yeah yes i'll i'll come it just uh it sounds like i might have to drive myself (laughs) 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 so you guys go to the secondary garage where your guys's cars are kept (laughs) No, there's only one garage. <laughs> it's like the side garage. <laughs> I have allowed them a space <laughs> in my domain. <laughs> um, and uh, Boomer and Mouse, you guys climb in Boomer's bright red um, GMC Phoenix muscle car. Uh, and you guys see as Cashmere approach, uh, approaches another car that seems to be covered by uh, a tarp. Oh, you guys, I can't wait to show you, Boomer. I can't wait to show you. Um, I got something for myself. Oh? Yeah. Let's see it. And he whips off the uh, the top to reveal a bright blue GMC Phoenix. <laughs> Perfectly matches his sweater. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. Why don't you drive today, Cash? Yeah? Yeah. Shotgun! <laughs> you got it. <laughs> right. You'd fit better in the back, Mouse. Sorry. That's okay. So, Mouse, uh, Mouse and Boomer, you jump out of Boomer's car and climb into Cashmere's new car. And uh, uh, Cashmere, just for fun, roll a pilot ground craft for me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, no hits, one, one fail. <laughs> What one fail on how many dice? Two. So it's a critical glitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me just. <laughs> yeah, uh, he presses on the gas, not expecting as much acceleration as what this mon- this like muscle car has, and he zips forward and crashes into a pile of what seems to be junk. Uh, and at my date, for a brief moment. My head turns sharply. 
something has gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear Bubbles' voice going, Intruder, intruder, deploy drones, intruder, intruder. And you see as, uh, as off of Spot, who's parked a little further back in the garage, all of Bubbles' drones start uh, like dis, uh, detaching from Spot and Red Leader is in the front and they start like approaching and scanning for targets. Oh, no, 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 no. It's Booba. It's Booba. I tell Bryn... One second. Oh no, Bubbles and is I, gonna kill us. He's literally gonna kill us. <laughs> I open up an AR window. I ch- I I connect to the satellite link on Spot, and I I look around, and I see what's going on, and out of Spot I say, "What have you done? <laughs> open the garage door before you leave." This is basics. This is why you get your space over there. <laughs> I call all the drones back, and I open the garage door, and. A honk at them. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, Cashman, I need you to roll composure at a minus two for me. <laughs> Bumbles is going to blow your car up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should leave us a little more space in here. Maybe learn to drive. Bragging hell. I thought I did. <laughs> Three hits. All right. Uh, with uh, with three hits, you feel that bubbling rage. You see the drones approaching. Even though they're starting to pull back, you feel like they're still a threat and like you want to just take them out. For a second, you imagine uh, like shooting some like energy at them and just having the like red leader just explode into pieces. And then like you you blink that image out of your head. And you're like, all right, let's go. <laughs> uh, all right, maybe you drive, Boomer. Maybe you drive. Oh, I'm gonna ride in yours. All right, me too. I'll drive. Hop in. <laughs> you guys transfer into Boomer's <laughs> car and uh, and go on your way. And I, I tell Bryn, I'm sorry, Kashma can't drive. <laughs> oh, is everything all right? Do we need to go back? No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you want to be here so much? <laughs> <laughs> in fact, let's get dessert. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Sorry. I just, I just, I worry. Fine. And I have Spot follow them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Spot. And begin. Don't worry. It's taken care of. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I guess what's on the dessert menu then? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, you guys continue on your way. Um, uh you may or may not notice Spot is following you from behind, but, like... He's not trying to hide. Right. So it's like, oh, Spot's with you guys. You guys got Spot on your uh, on your tail. That's good. And, uh, yeah, you guys... What are you, what's your plan? You're going to go go to the shipyard? Yeah. Okay. You do. It's not that hard. It takes you guys a little while to get there, but you get there. Do we see anything of note different than what we knew? Everyone roll a perception test for me as you do a little drive-by. Or a sensing. Is this sensors then? For spot? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'd specifically like to look at where the guards are and what the sort of um, rotation looks like. Sure. Uh, Boomer, what did you get? Four. Four? Cashmere, what did you get? And were you using a sensing or a perception? I was using a sensing and I got one. Okay. You got one. Uh, Mouse? Six. Six? Okay. The swarm got three. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, so you guys start getting like a like tactical readout transmitted to you from uh, from Spot in the swarm as it drives behind you, um, kind of like you know giving you like a, a virtual map of the land as far as they can tell. Um, uh, mouse and Boomer, you guys, it is it is the evening. You got six mouse. I did. So you're you're scoping out the guard hut, and you can see that it has like windows, and so like you you know press the image magnification on your goggles to to zoom your vision in, and uh, you can see that there's uh, one guard sitting in there. Uh, he's like kind of like leaning back in his chair, and he's got a bunch of monitors uh, that seem to be watching all the different cameras. Um, and uh, Boomer, you see uh, as you guys are driving by, um, what seems to be two guards walking around. You're able to recognize that they are armed with HK-227s, uh, submachine guns, um, and are wearing uh, pretty hefty armor. Not, like, insane armor, but, like, good, like, you know, uh, emergency response armor. Um, and uh, Kashmir, you do a quick sense of the area. You see the two guards that Boomer points out to you. They are not awakened. You see the one in the guardhouse. Uh, he's not awakened either um, out of the three guards you guys see. Um, they seem relatively calm uh, as far as emotions go. They seem alert. Like, if, if maybe a little bored with the tedium of walking around and looking, they definitely don't seem, like, at ease. They are, they are keeping a watchful eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and no uh, so spirits, no mana barriers, nothing? No, nothing like that. Oh, Mouse, you got a six? I did. Uh, you also, as you zoom back away from the guard hut, uh, you kind of scan the fence, and you realize that uh, you see the, uh, the electrical components on the fence that uh, indicate that it is electrified. And uh, keeping an eye on that, you kind of look up a little more, and you see that um, the top has a monofilament wire. Good to know. <laughs> so is that along the top, sort of like, um, is that like a barbed wire, or does it go up? Uh, it's at the top. It's kind of like barbed wire. It's just like, just but, to keep you from, wait. No, yeah, to make it so sense. you can't climb over it. Okay, so. So the fence is electrified, and then on the top of it, there's monofilament wire. If you make it to wire. the top. <laughs> yeah, you'll lose a limb, possibly. <laughs> Okay, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you and you spot most of the cameras that you can see from the street side. Okay, and um, are the shipping containers like labeled? Uh, yes, with like random like serial numbers on them. Yeah. Okay, they don't like say like MCT or Evo or um, on the side or anything as obvious as that, do they? <laughs> I mean, some of them, okay. some of them have different corporate designations on them, but. Okay. Like, you don't see anything of particular interest on those. Like, you see, like, a, a section for, like, some Seder Krupp stuff. You see some, a section for, like, and, like, not, like, only, like, one or two containers are, like, triple A. Most of them are, like, double A or single A, like, shipments. Okay. And some are just, like, municipal. Okay. Um, also, given the data that uh, you got from Bryn, you do know to expect that the uh, the cargo of this ship will be on the ship when it arrives. Okay. Uh, it's not it's not going to be removed from the ship and put through customs until the next morning. Okay. Uh, anything else you guys want to achieve while you're here? Oh, what's sort of the the density of the shipping containers? Like, is there sort of room to hide, or is it pretty wide? pretty wide open oh to walk in between them there's a good like three or four meters in between shipping containers or just sort they're of... like in, they're in like column rows okay yeah i'm talking just sort of for cover is it like sort of a big wide area or is that just sort of shipping containers all about that you can sort of wind through you more like a more like um rows of shipping containers that go from south to north 
okay. with like six meters in between each each line of shipping containers, um, and like probably like a walkway in the middle of them too. Do we see anywhere that mouse could hack or I could shoot to turn the electricity off? Uh, no, you don't see anything like uh, as obvious as, as that. It, th- there's no like generator or something that seems particularly close by. What if my armor had non conductivity? How effective do I think that would be against this fence? Uh, I mean, there, there's a way to like, even if it's an electrified fence, it just makes it more difficult to climb uh, with the right type of gear. Uh, you guys can easily like climb up it without like it triggering really affecting you. Um, it's just like if you slip and like touch it with a part that's not like a rubber glove, you might get shocked. And same goes for crossing over the monofilament. It's very dangerous, but if you clear it, you're fine. But if you like slip just a little bit, it can hurt. All right. Boomer, do you think that you could like sneak over there and 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 like put a data tap on that on that panel? Yeah, just give me one sec. What panel are you trying to indicate? Um is there I thought there was a guard hut in the fence? There's not a guard hut in it's the fence. It's not in it's on the other side of the fence. Oh. The fence fully navigates uh, okay, fully I circumnavigates can... this except for where the water meets the docks. I was thinking we could get in and hide a contain hide in a container and then wait until night so we would be here first after the boat gets here. Mm-hmm. But like until I like like figure out the security rotations and you know what dock they're gonna be landing at and like that kind of stuff, I don't really know which one would be best, and I don't really know which one won't be scheduled to be picked up later or moved to another boat or anything. So like, or we could just get a dinghy and just sort of go up to next to it like the like a pirates and then climb up and and just steal it then or um or something else but i can't i won't know anything more until i can hack in and if i'm not hacking in anymore then but it's electric fence in it and there's monofilament so i don't want you to lose a leg hey mouse i actually may be able to get you over that fence what would you like to fly fly <laughs> sort of really it, it's like you're flying but i'm flying you well that's what bumble does all the time but in a car <laughs> hey yeah <laughs> hey yeah is that something that would be helpful tonight you hey. can just put me over and i can do what you know i'm good at i'm really good at sneaking <laughs> but boomer's better so I guess he gets to fly. I mean, yeah, Boomer, would you like to fly? Yeah, that's a silly question. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Boomer, in order to do this, you're going to have to sneak up to the fence unnoticed. So go ahead and roll sneaking for me. Take a uh, plus two because it is dark and cloudy tonight. Got seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, you sneak up. Uh, you find like a... Uh, burnt out uh, lamppost to like kind of put yourself against as one of the guards like walks by looks around and then duck and then goes into one of the rows of the containers and uh, you're in position I do know I to him all right put me over oh I could also hide him yeah, yeah do that too magically <laughs> sure <laughs> well sort of me so as I'm about to lift you uh, eraga pops above your head for a moment and then uh, sort of just disappears and um, is using uh, 
concealment on the both of you so that you're much more difficult to be seen. Yeah. You're sitting there and you're like, all right, put me over. And then you hear this like crackling energy behind you and you turn and you see uh, the familiar form of Eraga, the crane made out of electricity. <laughs> uh, Wink one- and give him finger pistols. Uh, he spreads his wings and as he does his form begins to fade out of uh, out of vision and you look down at your hands and you see as you begin to become concealed by Araga as well Uh, now everyone is at a minus eight to see either one of you now you have a nicely concealed friend to lift over a wall Kashmir and I do I cast um, levitate at false eight (laughs) <laughs> sure <laughs> I got five hits Okay, you have a nice, good, speedy uh, uh, boomer that you can move around relatively quickly um, Go ahead and resist the drain I wouldn't tend to cast it so high but um, How much stun did you take? Two Okay, yeah, you, uh, uh, you lift it up and you, you tap into your mentor spirit I do all right, uh, you uh, you decide to go ahead and uh, and cast it at a little stronger force because you've you've started to realize you have a, a lot more magical uh, potency than you used to, and uh, you call upon your mentor spirit. You feel uh, her like warm hands like sliding down your arms to guide your hand up as you cast the spell and like her hand like her energy kind of like forms into your body so that when you uh uh when you finish like casting the spell and the and the magic reverberates back pretty strongly because you cast it at so high a force uh, most of that just gets like washed away in the like warmth of her touch and uh you you feel this like even even despite like the little bit of pain that you get as some of the magic shocks you uh the pain actually just kind of excites you and you get a, you have this kind of like this like feeling of ecstasy for a moment as you finish casting the spell and it, it actually causes um, Boomer to very quickly jolt up about 40 or 50 feet. Yeah. Uh, and I need you to roll uh, composure at minus three for me. Oh, no. You're and surprised right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got three hits. All right. You're okay. Uh, you're lifting, you're lifting uh, up. Uh, you're lifting up Boomer. You have that, like feeling of ecstasy and you almost feel your mentor spirit's lips against your ear as she whispers, you have complete control. And you, for a second, think about just like hurling Boomer into one of the like shipping containers just to see how, how badly it hurts him. And then you shake off that thought pretty much instantly. Oh, oh God. Um, uh, are you having fun, Boomer? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm up here. Can I look around? (laughs) Uh, yeah. I mean, what are you, what are you trying to look for? Just to see any additional guard patrols or anything that we might've missed from ground level since you threw me 50 feet in the air. <laughs> uh, sure. Go ahead and roll a perception test. An idea and I actually cash. Hold me up here for a second. I'm at my limit of four. You get a pretty good lay of the land. You do confirm that there's only two guards patrolling. And if you hang out, hang out up there for a little bit. They don't seem to notice you due to the magical concealment. Uh, and you get a good like view of them as, uh, as they, they make their patrols and you have a pretty good idea of how to, uh, like how you could approach on foot to avoid these guys. You get an idea of their rotation. Uh, and, uh, you also spot 
all of the security cameras, not just the ones that Mouse was able to see from the street. You see all six of them. Um, and uh, yeah, you're good. Can I like uh, ping them in my AR just in case? Yeah, you can put little AROs on them and make it so that like everyone can see where they are. Okay, I'm going to do that. All right, Cash. Good. Lower me down. Easy. All right. And I lower him and just um, just for funsies, I, I have him do a little uh, loop-de-loop on the way down to the ground. <laughs> and I sort of go, wee! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you might like that. Uh, where are you planning on putting a data tap? Um, can I matrix perception to see the, the different entities in the, in the matrix? Sure. Five. You get a, a pretty good uh, scan of the area. You do see the host for this shipyard. It will gladly invite a mark uh, so that you can register your own shipping uh, in and out of this port um, owned by this small little shipping company. Uh, and um, you don't see the cameras in the matrix, okay. uh, so they must be hardlined. Okay. And it seems uh, it seems like none of the shipping containers are currently activated to run wirelessly. Okay. Um. Put me above one of the cameras if they're nearby, and I can data tap that. Yeah, there's uh, a good. The two that are like covering the like front fence area are on like high up uh, like poles, so you can very much, very easily be lowered down from above and clip on it without being seen. Hardline will still be connected to the main server, right? Probably. So are they? Are they rotating cameras or stationary? They are rotating. So I I lower Boomer down just behind one, and as it rotates, I rotate him. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Uh, And Boomer, I just need you to roll uh, either a palming or just flat-out agility test for me to clip that data tap without fucking up the camera. (laughs) I got four. Sure, yeah. It's like you were never there. You just, it turns and right as it like is coming to an end, you just clip the data tap on one of the cords and you're good. It doesn't, the thing doesn't wobble at all. You give no inclination that it's been tampered with. All right, our DNR mouse, it's on. Can you, do you have access? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a little uh, icon pops up in your matrix, which is this camera. I go into VR. Sure. And can I detect the device rating? Yeah, I mean, with your previous matrix perception, we'll just go ahead and carry that over into this. So it's advice rating three. So um, I'm going to... It is tied to the host, though. I mean, it's not tied to the public host, no. No, but it's the security host, I assume. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's like a, there's like a, a hardline security host that is not running wirelessly. Cool. Um, so I would like to um, see if I can find... Um, the security schematics for the area, um, just in case there's like something under the water. Well, first you need to tap into the host. I would like to tap into the host. (laughs) How many marks are you going for? Three. Seven. You got seven hits? Yes. You have three marks. (laughs) Um, so I would like to look around in these files to see if the, for the security schematics, um, you know, like in addition to the fence and the monofilament wire, if there's anything like in the bay or where the circuit breakers are, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would also like to search for the um, container manifest 
and any expected delivery or departure schedules. Sure. Uh, so you uh, drop into VR. Uh, you appear in VR as your little mouse with a feathered earring, and uh, Kreflin the badger uh, appears next to you in the grass, and uh, you approach the the host that you now see, um, and uh, through its little like glowing star nearby uh the large blob that is the host uh which is the the uh camera that you have uh data tapped you just kind of lazily pluck at it with your sword and as you do uh a bunch of information spills out um as you gain and access to the host um you know uh that this host is uh is a host rating five um you uh, can easily find the files that are the shipping manifest as well as uh, the schedules. Um, you know that these three guards are going to be on duty the night that the uh, ship is going to arrive. Um, you also see that the uh, host has uh, no designated spider, but instead a um, suite of um, mid-level ice. Um what, what color ice? You see a uh, a blaster, a crash, a tar baby, and a track. Um, so no black ice. Okay. And then there's also a patrol uh, sweep, uh, sweeping through. Um, but this is all information you get from outside the host as you are hacking into it because you hacked into it so well. Um, of course, to gain actual access to the files that you've located, you do have to enter the host. I enter the host. Okay. Roll uh, Matrix Stealth for me. As uh, the patrol is keeping an eye out for any unwanted intruders. Two. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the patrol, which looks like a floating spotlight, uh, scans around and passes over you and uh, continues looking around. So it doesn't seem to have spotted you. Okay. Um, so I would like to spoof command... Um, to have those files sent to me. You don't have to spoof command. You have three marks. All right. I just take the files. (laughs) Um, And I guess that's all I want. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'll jack out. Okay. You get all the information. You jack out. Okay. I did all the things that I would like to do right now. So we can go home and see if Bumbles and Bryn came back from their dinner. What time is it? It's 10.30. Ooh, they should be home soon. <laughs> they better be or they're grounded. <laughs> so yeah, I um, bring Puma back and I, um, I put him down by the car and I say, thank you, Araga. And thank you, Araga. Araga uh, reappears, dropping the concealment and uh, spreads its wings, swoops by you. Uh, Kashmir brushing his uh, electric feathers against your cheek calmingly and then disappears into the astral. He's a cool dude. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he really is. I tell you brought me teepee once. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys go back to the manor. Uh, You get there right as Bryn and Bumbles are pulling in. We don't get back at 11. Oh, okay. Where are you taking Bumbles? Or where are you taking Bryn? I don't know. Somewhere scenic and calm. He's receptive. <laughs> <laughs> he's given in that he's going to have a good night tonight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I go to a beach where you can see where perhaps 
the the it would have been a good spot to see uh, Zurich Orbital crash. <laughs> uh, no beaches like that directly in Seattle because there's a bit of a landmass between Seattle and the rest of the ocean. But oh, yeah, right. you guys can go look over the bay, and uh, uh, he like takes your hand. He's like, "This is nice. I'll admit." I know. <laughs> you need to take care of yourself, Bryn. It's just, there's a lot riding on, on... Right, which is why you need to do things like eat and sleep. Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you guys relax a little bit in the limo, which has lots of space. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys get back in. Uh, Bryn and Bumbles are not around. But uh, you guys walk in, you hear Doc going... Hello? <laughs> I can never tell if this place is empty or not. Boy, Wait. Doc, we've been here the whole time. Okay. <laughs> Boomer definitely so, said that. Yeah, I was joking. We went out to do some recon. Oh, you guys have a job. Oh, does it have anything to do? He finally finds you guys, so he's not yelling. Does it just have anything to do with uh, Evo? No. We're going to go rescue Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. Is that the guy who knows Bumbles? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I think there was a ghoul king. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I, I mean, see, from what I've been told, he seems like a good guy. That's good. That's good. We should get him out. No, he's a great guy. He's just not very bright. We're, we got to get him out of whatever jail he's in. Where, where, where is he being held? Good night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's nothing for me to do. To... <laughs> All right. Let's go to the kitchen, grab a beer, and I'll fill you all right. I'd, I'd say you're pretty much part of the team now. Uh, so as Boomer and uh, Doc uh, sit down for a beer in the kitchen, uh, Mouse up in your room, you hear, MCT! <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, Boomer has to talk him down from <laughs> from telling you you can't go. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and uh, yeah, Kashmir, you, you return to your room. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you go to bed, and uh, it's a good dream. You have a good dream. Nice. It's a very hot and steamy dream. Though at the end, like always, her eyes glow bright yellow like headlamps, and uh, and you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> it's always that bittersweet ending. Well, I've gotten well used to it. Isn't quite enough to describe. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, uh, anything else you guys want to achieve before the day of the me- of the job? After I explain everything to Doc, can I kind of have a conversation with him? Sure. All right, Doc. So that's the that's the gist of it. Uh, um, honestly, I had something else I wanted to bring up to you. Uh, I know I've not always been the most personable person you've ever met, and for that I apologize. I know you're worried about Mouse. I I understand. I can tell she's almost like a daughter to you. But if it's any consolation, she's like a sister to me. And she's a very valuable member of this team. So, yes, she'll be in dangerous situations. But I'm going to die before she does. And I, you have my word on that. So, don't worry about it. Don't try to hold it back. She's so talented. And no. she can do a lot of good in this world. She really Way more is. good than I ever could do. I know. And same same goes for me. That's uh yeah. that's the thing about Mouse. She has a way about her where she she always thinks of everyone else before herself, which is part of the reason why I worry so much, but also part of the reason why I'd never stop her from from going out there and and making a difference. 
And it's you're an asshole, but I know. I know you'd uh you'd look after her. And honestly, it is comforting to know that she's on runs with, with you and Bumbles and Cashmere. The four of you are like a family. And I can see that. And and since Mouse is my family, that makes you my family or that makes you my family as well. So All right, don't make this weird, Doc. I'm just taking the piece. Yeah. Have another beer. Yeah. And uh, you and Doc drink together and arm wrestle. He wins. <laughs> oh, of course he wins. <laughs> uh, yeah. Any, anyone else achieving anything uh, throughout the uh, or before the night of the job? I'm going to leave a data stick in the hub for Bryn to read all the stuff when he gets back. I'm not going to send it to him now to ruin his date. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a whole other day before. <laughs> yeah. Before uh, the job happens, and and Bryn does a a, a little bit of legwork after his date, um, and uh, <laughs> he does leg plenty of legwork during his date too. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, a little bit of legwork after his date, and uh, he he basically uh, wraps up like an exit strategy, and he goes, "All right, so if you have a way to get the venture." Uh, I think we have a way to uh, to get Jerry to safety afterwards. It does, unfortunately, he grins at Bumbles, require you to ditch the venture, uh, assuming you can slip the authorities. Because once you hit this plane in the air, uh, the Coast Guard will be alerted, and it will take them some time to get there. So hopefully you can get in and out before they arrive. But they'll be on the lookout for that venture. So the hope is... You land it somewhere in uh, uh, you land it somewhere in the in the wilds, and you uh, make it so it is you know concealed but still able to be found, and uh, and then I meet you at that location with a spot for you lot to uh, to move along, and uh, and my own car so that uh, I can take Jerry to uh, some people who can help. Get him set up somewhere safe. All right. What is the plan to get the venture? Those details seemed vague based on the recon. Yeah, what is the plan? I was, I was, I, I kind of read the report. Oh, well, I, sorry, I guess I didn't include that. Um, so my idea is that we go in, I still have to analyze some of the data. So, <laughs> but we go in and we, Depending on what the data says, we'll either be like pirates and we'll take a dinghy up and you can drive us bumbles in the dinghy to the ship and we'll climb up and then we'll get in it and then we'll fly. I don't know how we get from one plane to the next. That seems like a thing that I'm not doing. No, and that's then, my end. <laughs> and then, uh, or we would hide in one of the shipping containers at the dock and then as soon as the boat arrives then we would be able to like sneak in and get it. I'm I I, I don't know what kind of container it's coming in, like if it's going to be like under the ship or on top of the ship or in a container in one of those places or um but I think we can probably hotwire it <laughs> and then take it. Can you hotwire a plane? I think I can hotwire a plane. Bumbles can hotwire a plane. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bumbles can hotwire a plane. I can hotwire a plane. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like my 
bare bones idea. I don't know how good it is, but oh, bare bones is bare bones is good, mouse. And less moving parts means less things that can go wrong. But yeah, so I mean, but if you guys had other things. Like, maybe you could just cashmere lift that plane like you did Boomer and just fly it over to us. And then we get into it and then we fly away. I don't know. I don't know how magic works. I'm not opposed to hiding in a container. I don't know where we'd get a dinghy. Yeah, I could lift us over the fence and then we could hide in a container and then get onto the ship that way. Well, that's all the idea I came up with. That's a good idea. I mean, that's the beginning of, of, of a plan. Um, seems like you guys have a way to get in. You'll probably need to either sneak by or neutralize the guards. Again, non-lethally would be preferred. Uh, and then the crew, the smuggling crew on the ship, I mean, they don't need to die either. <laughs> if, you know, push comes to shove, sure. But, I mean, they're just smugglers and... We're Shadowrunners, so it's not really like we're anyone to judge. Uh, <laughs> but uh, after taking down the crew and the and the guards or sneaking past the crew and the guards, yeah, if you can just get on the venture and, and get out of there, that works. Um, how about getting Jerry off of the uh, plane mid-flight over the ocean? I figured, you know, some small shape charges and Boomer in his mil-spec armor... What's a plane going to do to Boomer? <laughs> okay, that's true. Yeah, I mean, Boomer jumping down onto the plane seems like step one pretty easily. Um, if it's at all possible, there are other prisoners of MCT there. Now, while we're not doing a mass jailbreak, taking down the entire plane seems a bit much. Oh, my my plan left the plane intact. Oh, okay. If, you know... Maybe needing to turn around and land somewhere closer. Okay. I mean, if we could get, I don't know if we could get close enough, but if I can... Can you hack a plane? I think so. I mean, yeah. And then I could probably, I could probably depressurize it. I think the shaped charges might do that. Right, but that's like explosive and then and then things will be sucked out. But if you depressurize it while it's still intact, then somehow that doesn't isn't as bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everybody has time to like put the oxygen thingies on. I saw those old videos of that. That's really cool. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I guess I guess you have about as much of a plan. Are you planning on sneaking in? And jumping into a shipping container, or do you? I need to find a dinky for you guys. I just want to point out, on my proposal for the limo, you wrote, "Why would we ever need a limo that's a submarine?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't have the funds to let you make a submarine bubbles when a perfectly good dinky will work. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> point taken. <laughs> Couldn't we just go to, like, Sports Hut if we needed it? Yeah, like a kayak or something. There's plenty of ways, yeah. I just I just didn't know if you needed me to procure anything for you. Oh, well, I have to look at the data and see if there's um, countermeasures on the water and what type of ship they're expecting, because if, if it's really tall, then Boomer might not be able to climb up it as easily, and I definitely won't be able to climb up it as easy. So, I mean, but we could fly, so that's cool. Did you know he could fly? I mean... 
I'm unsurprised. Oh, <laughs> Thanks. I mean, you are an extremely powerful mage. It, it makes sense that you would have the, the spell work to do something like that. Oh, shucks. <laughs> um, okay, well, looking at the data, uh, there, aren't, there don't seem to be any really countermeasures on the, on the docks except for the cameras uh, that are, like, monitoring them. Um, and then there's the guards who, like, you know, patrol the docks and, like, check with the crew when they come in, that kind of thing. Uh, and, um, yeah, uh, the ship they're expecting is a rather large cargo hauler, uh, which would make sense why they were able to smuggle a <laughs> Ares Venture in with it. Um, so it will have large units of, of cargo, uh, plenty of, uh, shipping containers packed onto that thing. Um, one of which ha- possibly has the venture, or the venture might be below decks uh, in the in the internal cargo. Hard to say uh, until you see the ship. They don't have uh, the guards of the dock don't have like a layout of the ship. They just know what's supposed to be on it. And you do notice that on the manifest of what's supposed to be on it, there's not an Ares venture. <laughs> right. So we'll have to get there and get on the ship, and then I guess we'll have to. I guess I'll have to look around to see if I can locate it. Will the guards have to tell them how to park or dock? I mean, yeah. So the standard protocol will be they will dock, they will talk to the guards, and uh, Mm -hmm. standard protocol is that uh, none of the ship's crew stays on hand, but Brim believes that the crew crew will because of the underhanded nature of this particular ship. Okay. So do you guys think that we should hide in a shipping container? Or do you think that we should just use a dinghy? Or kayak, or canoe, or any really small watercraft, I think. How confident are you in your ability to levitate a dinghy, Kashmir? Yep, I could do that. Well, my vote is for dinghy, just because then we don't have to actually get into the docks and sneak past guards, which, obviously, Mouse and Boomer, very good. Kashmir, I don't know. Myself, quite bad. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I guess we'll go by well i won't because i'm not allowed out but someone will go buy a dinghy yeah Bryn has one amazon primed to the (laughs) (laughs) to the mansion i know the drone that delivers yeah (laughs) oh hi steve you've you've re-hardwired it so that it prioritizes whitmore's manor whenever (laughs) whenever one day shipping is acquired hi ralph (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sign here, please. <laughs> I do. We own a dinghy. <laughs> um, and then I guess is there a good like like a fishing port or like a I guess I'll search for like a fishing port or someplace like to a launch like, point? Yeah, like to put so we're not like park next to the docks and then put the dinghy in the water where everyone can see and then and then Yeah, I mean does over. anyone have area knowledge Seattle? Yes. All right. Anyone who has area knowledge or area knowledge Seattle. Uh, what neighborhood is the dachshund? Uh, this one's Everett. Ah. What'd you get? I got three hits. Yeah. You can, you can think of a good spot where it's like, oh, yeah, if we just kind of drop the dinghy off of this, uh, off of this, like, walkway nearby the, the water, like, underneath, like, one of, the, uh, one of the roads, like a municipal walkway, you can just drop the inflatable dinghy there, jump onto it, and you're likely to not be seen. I point it out on a map. Here. And then, uh, oh, how, yeah, that's good. <laughs> so would this um, aircraft be large enough that it would just sort of be sitting out? 
uh, the Aries Venture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seats about six people. It's like a small, uh, small personal jet sort of uh, that can, can house a few people. It might be sitting out uh, though. If they're smuggling it, they probably want it out of sight. So, uh, so like in the middle of some shipping, not not within a shipping container, but more surrounded by potentially. Yeah, or or inside uh, inside the ship proper in some sort of large uh, hidden hole. Uh, like where they smuggle most of their contraband hmm. in case they get pulled over. Okay, cool. So yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm imagining with your guys' skills, you could probably find out where it's at. Sounds good. Anything else you guys want to achieve before the night of the mission? Nope. I think I'm good. Uh, well, Kashmir, how hard is it for you to conceal, say, a swarm of drones? Well, I've done it with Spot before, so... I could probably do that. Okay, because if we need Spot to come pick us up, I would like to have the drones when we go on the boat, because I do recall the last time I went to a place without drones, and I did not like it. (laughs) Um, So, Kashmir, you're able to conceal eight targets Mm. with your uh, concealment, um, including Araga and the dinghy. Uh, the four of you makes up four people, plus uh, the dinghy counts as two, and uh, Araga makes seven. Uh, so you could smuggle through three drones. Yeah, I could get three drones, I think. That's plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I put everything back in order in the garage. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry again. Um, I They seem to have... There's something in this car. It must be an American thing. There's like a uh, the stick, and it's got one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> which is too many. Just too many. <laughs> I don't. It's a malfunction. Some sort of. Um, they they must be recalling these. I I buff out the scratches on Kashmir's Phoenix, um, because the car deserves better. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Thanks, buddy. I do not reply. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So it is go time. Uh, It is the night that Jerry is leaving. Um, It is just like an hour after Jerry's flight has departed. You guys are dropping a dinghy into the water. Uh, I need... um, I mean, I guess you could conceal yourself all the way there, so I'm not going to make you guys roll any stealth tests. You get there. You drop a dinghy in the water. You're now invisible on a dinghy in the water, approaching the Everett docks. And due to the nature of this particular mission, I will be wearing my mil-spec armor. Uh, so you guys are uh, approaching the docks. Uh, you see the newly arrived large uh, cargo hauler boat uh, docked. And uh, what do you guys do? Um, I'd like to matrix perception it. Sure. Go ahead. Eight hit. Okay. Uh, are you looking for anything in particular? Um, I would like to see um, if it has like a, like a host of any kind, um, and if I can see um, any um, items slaved to it. Uh, you don't see any host for the ship, at least nothing running wirelessly. Um, you do get uh, six comlinks. Okay. 
and you still have that data tap on that camera, so you have access to the security host. Um, you are able to discern with your uh, with the information you had before that uh, three of the comlinks are the guards, um, and then the other three must be people on the ship. Okay, I'd like to pick one of the ones that I know aren't the guards, yep. and and uh, and get some marks on it. Sure. Three marks on it? Sure. Okay. Go ahead and roll that. And while she's getting marks, anyone else doing anything as you guys approach? I dingy us a safe distance on approach. Sure. Does this have a rigger interface? No. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, roll pilot, uh, pilot watercraft and we'll see how stealthily you can approach this, uh, this ship. I think we'll be fine if this goes to shit. I'm going to edge this. Okay. It does not. All right. Your bad luck does not kick in, and you can go ahead and re-roll your failed dice. I got five hits. Okay. Yeah. You get right up on the on the ship uh, whenever you want to. <laughs> the guards walking around looking over, they don't seem to see you, what with the concealment spell on all of you, and uh, you, like, not, like, disturbing the water greatly as you move. Uh, you are able to use the waves primarily uh, to push you towards the uh, the boat. Eight hits. You have three marks on that comm link. <laughs> cool. I would like to listen into their chatter. Okay. Uh, roll snoop for me. Okay. Four hits. Yeah. This comm link seems to belong to Guillermo Benson, uh, and uh, who is a dwarf. You can see some of his like his outgoing messages, incoming messages. It doesn't seem like he has an open line with uh, with the other people who are on the ship, uh, but you do see that he is uh, currently playing uh, a Matrix game on his comlink. Okay, um, but you're you're snooping, so if he ever opens up a line, you will you will see it. Um, I'm gonna put my baby monitor in and just have it running. Okay. okay. Uh, you currently have an Overwatch score of eight. Okay. So, yeah, you guys can approach the ship, no problem. What's uh, what's the plan here? How many hits would I have to get on a, a levitate spell to just lift this whole thing up? It's, it's like three or four total. Okay. Let's just call it a four. Yeah, I'll, I'll give this a shot. In my mind, I think. Hmm, I'm in this levitate, so let's go a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to cast it at force... Let's, let's go force five. Okay. You got two hits. Yeah. Uh, so, Cashmere, you try to uh, to channel your magic. Also, resist drain for that. You try to channel your your magic to lift up this dinghy. You kind of like feel as you stretch your astral uh, uh, energies below it. Um, but the the rocking of the boat and the waves they crash in. The, the salt water gets in your face. It starts like you're like it's cold and wet out here, uh, and it almost feels like it's going to start drizzling soon. And you're just like not having it. Uh, and it, and it, dist- it disturbs you, it disrupts you, and uh, you can't quite get you can't quite get it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do it. All right, uh, you resist the drain. Um, were you using your mentor spear for that? I was not. Okay, um, so you resist the drain normally. Uh, the frustration kind of hits you, and I need you to no. roll composure at a minus four. Not here, not now. Yeah, she all right. <laughs> Four hits. Yeah, uh, so 
you sit there, the water splashes you in the face, you can't quite do it, it it bothers you, and you feel the lashback of astral energy that you kind of swat away with anger, and, like, you look up, and you, like, see, like, the form of one of the guards, like, walking and, like, peeking around, seems to look past you guys, doesn't notice you, and all you can think about is, like, how you could just levitate him and just dunk him in the water, <laughs> and just, like, let him, let him drown. You, like, it's like that crackling energy goes up your, up your spine and, like, kind of, like, wraps your nervous system, and then, like, you, Boomer says, Cash, are you all right? And, like, you shake it off. Yeah, it's just sort of cold and wet out here, isn't it? Uh, you can attempt to levitate again. It just, you know, is another chance for you to uh, suffer drain. Then yeah, full six. I'm going after it this time. <laughs> Enjoy, guys. Six hits. All right, yeah. This time, you know, you... You're like you look at uh, a boomer, and you're like, "Yeah, I am fine," and you uh, just lift the dinghy right out of the water <laughs> <laughs> and uh, raise it up to uh, to the boat. You guys can hop on the boat. Well, um, so I've got to resist that drain, and yes. I'm going to do so using my mental spirit this time because I gave it a little extra, a little extra. Oomph. I gave it a little extra. I need a little extra help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I resist the hell out of it. So uh, you, uh, you, as you raise it, the magical energy lashes back at you, and uh, you feel none of it as, your, as the embrace of your mentor spirit uh, wraps around your body, and you, uh, you feel like the warm flush of endorphins as, uh, as her astral body touches yours. And uh, yeah, you raise the, uh, the dinghy up, and uh, you guys have access to the ship proper. Currently, from your approach, Bumbles, you were able to uh, get you guys angled at a spot that doesn't ha- seem to have anyone around. So you guys can hop on down, and there's just uh, stacks and stacks of shipping containers here. Wait, um, would we like to sort of go higher, get the lay of the ship, see if there's anything we can see, or no? I let my fly spy out. Sure. Yeah, let's just do that. And it gets a little lay of the land. Yeah, uh, it flies around easily enough. Uh, you definitely see, you can rule out uh, like that there's like a hole inside the p- stacks of containers where the like the thing is sitting. Um, well, roll perception for me, Bumbles. Can I look around for um, any sort of thing I can like jack into to in the wired system of the ship? Like a panel or a there's, there's unit or pl- something? There's plenty of stuff like that. Okay. You don't have to roll a perception test. You can see, like, you know, some of the, like, heating vent. You can see, like, you know, the electrical, like, breakers. You can see all sorts of stuff. What'd you get, Bumbles? I got a three. Okay. Uh, Bumbles, as you're scanning, you see, like, the, the, uh, the top of this ship is mostly flat um, with, like, a little cabin in the, uh, in the back um, that you guys are um, nearby. Uh, that seems to like be you know where the controls are, um, and in between the cabin and all the shipping containers, like the stacks of shipping containers on the front, uh, you see uh, with your fly spy, you can tell that there is like a a large like uh, powered hatch um, uh, that is closed currently, um, but judging by uh, you know what you know about. Uh, Right, it's Aries a smuggling ventures. compartment, and there's a plane in it. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, so the plane is below deck. Um, I'm not sure where the controls for that hatch would be, but we are going to need to get down there, or maybe it raises up. Safe bet is we probably need to go down there. I'd like to ascend, by the way, once we get sure. on deck. 
Go ahead and roll a sensing. That's three hits. Okay, yeah, you give a good uh, scan of this in the astral. You don't see any astral presence, any astral bodies. Um, you do see, like, the faint astral signature of the guards uh, off in the uh, uh, walking around uh, patrolling the docks a little ways away from you guys. Um, and uh, you actually, um, you get, like, the feeling of, like, of boredom and business as usual as you're, uh, as you're kind of, like, setting foot on this... Uh, on this ship, like it feels like this is like just another day, uh, for, for these folk. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, you guys are positioned, uh, if you're trying to go below deck, there is like a, a door, uh, with a, um, it's a hatch when it's on a boat. It's just called a hatch. All right. Uh, you, you guys, uh, uh, stand, or you're standing back, uh, you're standing there next to that, like that tall cabin that like peaks up above all the containers. Uh, and there's a hatch to your side, um, that, uh, is currently shut. Um, but you guys hear, uh, footsteps, uh, approaching, um, uh, and someone being like, yeah, yeah, I'll go take a look around uh, top deck. I'm keeping us concealed by the way. Sure. Hide in the shadows. We do. Okay, I need everyone to roll uh, stealth for me as you try to find little hiding spots as as the wheel that opens this hatch starts spinning and someone's going to step out. Are there any bonuses for being concealed? Uh, They get negatives. Oh, good. (laughs) Uh, What did everyone get? None. (laughs) (laughs) i feel much better now i got one hit Ah. oh someone's showing off i got two (laughs) boomer got three (laughs) all right so boomer you're like hide in the shadows and you find like a position like there's like a a couple crates just next to the uh hatch that you like kind of like slip behind with your back to mouse you uh you see like a uh a spot where there's like a, a winch with like some uh rope wa- uh wired up on it um and you you kind of like kneel down behind that just on the like edge of the ship uh i get behind boomer yeah <laughs> bumbles you crowd up against boomer i press myself up against the shipping container <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and uh and you you're like just hoping that your concealment's gonna work you just kind of like lean back he's like hide in the shadows you're like there's shadows everywhere it's night time <laughs> and you magic press- magic 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 <laughs> and you press your back against uh against like a uh shipping container directly uh across from the uh the hatch door i pick a dark one it's a dark one <laughs> <laughs> and uh and the the door opens up and the guy likes uh, walks out. He's about to like get up a cigarette and then he looks and he kind of squints his eyes. He goes, "What the frag?" And I need everyone to roll initiative. Uh, no. <laughs> Boomer, what did you get? Twenty four. Mouse, what did you get? Twenty six. <laughs> uh, Bumbles, I got sixteen. And uh, Cashmere, twenty two. Mouse and then Boomer and then Cashmere before this crew member manages to do anything. Is this the comlink I already have three marks on? No, you have a dwarf. This person is a human. All right. I would... Yeah, I'll kill his comlink with the data spike. Okay. Five hits. And what's your attack rating at? Four. Okay. You uh, 
see him, you think he's going to reach for his comm link, you know you don't have enough time to jam it or anything, so you uh, send forward a, a spike of... Uh, of like malicious data to try and like brick his comm link uh and you do a significant amount of matrix damage to it but it's still online and your overwatch score jumps up to 11 okay boomer i'm gonna do my patented grab and jab (laughs) 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 with uh with narco jet in hand you're gonna try and uh grab this dude yep roll unarmed combat cover his mouth with one hand stick him with the other I'm going to use a point of edge. Oh, that's more like it. I got eight. All right, yeah. You uh, dart forward. You stick him uh, stick him in the neck with some narco jet. You press the syringe in. Uh, he starts reaching to unsling his AK from his shoulder, and uh, he just kind of like his arm just kind of goes limp and like lowers the AK to the ground, and he like reaches and like kind of like grabs at your face, Boomer, and then just like falls into your arms unconscious. Shh, shh. <laughs> There you go. Only sleep. <laughs> I'm going to pick him up and uh, hide him kind of in between some crates. Okay. Uh, what do you guys do now? You've neutralized that guy. How long do, does the person on NarcoJet stay asleep? Long enough for us to get out of here. He'll be, he'll be out for at least an hour. Oh, okay. He left the door open. He did leave the door open. <laughs> All right, let's go down. You guys see a stairwell leading up or down? Down we go. Okay. Yes, we descend. I'll be in the back, and Boomer can be in the front. So the squishy people can be in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Mouse covering the rear. Boomer covering the front. Uh, Kashmir and Bumbles and Araga in the middle. All of you concealed magically. Enter this uh, stairwell to head down towards the proposed... uh, smuggling compartment to get your hands on an Ares venture so that you may save Jerry. And that's where we'll end this session. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by the Tops Company Incorporated. Shadowrun is a trademark of the Tops Company Incorporated. All rights reserved. Go to www.shadowruntabletop.com for more information.